This is Radio Dad with Mike Austin. Shining the spotlight on dads, stepdads, granddads, all dads. Bye, Daddy. And now, Mike Austin. Hey, it's time once again for the Radio Dad podcast. Hi, I'm Mike Austin, and thanks for uh, downloading and listening and uh, being a part of our little family here. Radio Dad, all about it's all about being a good dad or a granddad or an uncle or a fatherhood mentor to someone who doesn't have a dad, that kind of a thing. Good father, good dads. And uh, what does that mean, really, to be a good dad? Does it mean roughhousing? Well, yeah. Does it mean um, teaching and keeping up with their school? Oh, yeah, being a part of the school stuff. That's not just mom's job. Uh, going to school events, besides just the athletic events, it means going to the, the school play, the Christmas pageant or whatever maybe you just had, uh, that kind of a thing. Being a good dad and being a good role model, even when you're not setting them down for a big dad-to-kid talk, even when you're just being you, and you don't think anyone's watching. That's when you have to be your best dad. Because that's how you teach the most. Those kids are watching you like you wouldn't believe. Well, we also, part of one of the things we do here at Radio Dad is just to celebrate fatherhood because we all know it. In the modern culture, in our, in our culture, fatherhood has sort of been set on a back burner or changed or morphed or or what have you. You know, it's mom's job and mom's role, strong mom, and then dad is sort of a second thought. And we need to take take that back, gentlemen, by being gentlemen. We need to get out of the man cave and get into our office, our study. Now, now don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't mind having a big giant TV and watching a football game. But you can't retreat to your man cave. Plus, first of all, just to call it a man cave, who came up with that? A man cave automatically puts us as men, as leaders, as role models, it puts us in this Neanderthal caveman sort of grunting, groaning, fur-wearing, beer-swilling hunter-gatherer kind of guy. Sometimes we have to be that. Sometimes we are that. But we're a lot more than that, and you've got to give yourself credit for that. you got to take that back. Men used to be more manly. We've lost manliness. Well, I'm going on a rant here early on in the show. I just wanted to empty my head a little bit as to why we do what we do here at Radio Dad. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you know, hang with us, and we, we don't want to offend you or anything, but I'll tell you what, manhood and fatherhood is really being lost in our culture around the world, not just in America. So we welcome you to Radio Dad. One of the things dads do best, though, is play around. What I mean, no, not like that. What I'm talking about is building uh, snowmen, building forts. We never lose that little boy in us. We just have to guide it and control it, right? Uh, that being said, here in the throes of winter, now if you live in a tropical climate, whether you're in Hawaii, Australia, or wherever you're listening to this, and it's it's warm where you are, uh, understand that the, the where I live, we just had basically a blizzard and then sub-zero weather, and it happens every year. I like the seasons. I like the snow I like the fall leaves. There is nothing like the smell of burning fall leaves. And 
being outdoors where you you pretty much have to have some kind of a coat, not all the time, but some kind of a coat where you just feel that eh, briskness. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it comes down to wanting to be outside and it's you against the elements, right? I um, One time I went camping outside in the winter, and you can find these videos on uh, TikTok, YouTube, wherever, but um, where you build a snow shelter. And I don't know, it's just something that it challenges our manhood. It's us against the nature, against against the elements. Um, but so be that as it may, as a dad, uh, you can involve the kids. Now, you don't have to take them out and drop them in the forest and say, hey, we're going to camp under a log tonight. Although, if they're into it and you can get it done and, um, yeah, and don't put everybody in complete danger, sure, why not? But... I'm talking about building a snowman, um, a, a snow fort, go cross-country skiing, <clears throat> hiking in uh, in a forest, or just around the neighborhood, walk the dog in the snow, in the cold, get outside with the kids. And even if you're hunkered down inside, man, there's nothing like coming in from the cold and having a hot cup of chocolate, hot chocolate and a fire in the fireplace. Although a lot of modern houses don't have fireplaces anymore. If they do, they're gas burning. we got to get reclaim that, too. Splitting wood. Oh, I love splitting wood. Cutting firewood. Well, anyway. Um, so, yeah, today is the topic of fun in the winter. That's today's topic on Radio Dad here. And we're going to have a guest coming up in just a minute. But some of the things you can think about doing in the winter, in the cold, if you live in a cold climate. And you have to be hunkered down inside. Um, you know, you can play family games. You don't have to everybody be on their screen and and off in their own little corner. Family games, family time, put a model together, you know, uh, one of those plastic car models, that kind of thing. Make some soup. I just did this the other day with my son. I said, buddy, let's make some soup. And all you really need is some hot water. And we save, like if we have chicken or at Thanksgiving, the turkey bones and all of that, we save those and freeze them. And so we make, you can make soup stock. So I went out to the freezer, got the Tupperware thing with all the uh, gizzards and the, and the turkey neck and the, you know, the bones and the fat and all that, and boil that up, man. That made a great broth. And then you just start adding spices. I had no recipe. Uh, asked myself, Joseph, what do you think ought to go in this one? What about this one? What, about, what do you think of that? And, you know, you cut up some onion. You just put in there what you like. But we made this, by the time we were done, we had a huge pot of soup. One thing that's cool about that is if you want more soup, you just add more water and broth. Uh, and you have to be careful. It depends how watery you want it. But we made soup. And, in again, in a, on a cold day, there is nothing like a big kettle of soup simmering slowly on top of the stove and those that garlic, oniony. Uh, beefy, turkey, whatever uh, smell around the house. Oh man! And then um, we got some bread. We yeah, we did go and buy some bread. But I all yeah, one of those big thick loaves, artisan kind of loaves. But I also tried out. I said, Bud, let's try and make some bread. Well, it didn't turn out so well. But so what? It didn't. It wasn't about how well the bread turned out. It was about making soup and bread for the family together in the kitchen on a cold winter day. That's what I'm talking about. 
And it wasn't all that bad. You just throw it in with the soup, and now you got croutons in there. But so this, it just that's today's topic. We're gonna have this cat. I found him, Doctor Parnell Donahue. He's a, a PhD. He's also a, a pediatrician, and he talks about. He's got a thing called Parenting with Par. He's a cool cat. Anyway, we're going to talk to him about stuff to do in the wintertime and just being a dad in general. He's going to be our guest coming up. As always, our thanks to our sponsor, the fine folks at BeRescued.com. You want to talk about a family business started from nothing. They raise their own bees. They, had, uh, they, they, don't, they don't sell honey. What I learned from the folks at Bee Rescue is that honey is the bee's food. And so they let the bees have their food. Oh, they'll take a little bit of it. But they let the bees have their food, and they harvest what's called the bee propolis. And that's a substance the bees make that repairs the hive. It's also good for—you ever wonder why honey is, is legendary for having medicinal properties and healing properties? Propolis is part of that. And so they harvest this propolis, and they make it into products— Tooth gel, shaving gel, a rescue, what they call a rescue balm, which is good on cuts. Um, I was reading a book this past summer on the siege of Malta, the island of Malta, back in, I guess it was was the 1500s, 1600s, something like that. Famous battle. And there's scenes in there, and it's an actual um, storytelling of what actually happened. And the actual names of people involved, guys were getting hands cut off by battle axes. and st- You know what they'd do? They'd dip them in honey. They'd sear them shut and dip them in a vat of honey and wrap it up. It fought infection. And these guys would go back to fighting again. Well, anyway, I said all that to say all this. Visit BeRescued.com, our sponsor. We'll hear from them later in the show. BeRescued.com. And uh, we want to thank them for supporting financially what we do here on Radiodad.com. Without them, we couldn't do it. All right, let's get to our first guest today. In fact, our only guest today, he's a groovy cat, Parnell Donahue. Dr. Donahue is, uh, well, he's a pediatrician first and foremost, but he's also uh, a dad. And he's also an author and a guest speaker and an educator, really. And uh, his books include Germs Make Me Sick. A health handbook for kids? Sports doc. Boy, we need a lot of that. Sports doc. Medical advice, diet, fitness tips, and other essential hints for young athletes. We should probably get into maybe a thing on head injuries one of these days. And this book I can't wait to delve into at some time. Messengers in Denim. The amazing things parents can learn from teens. Really? We can learn stuff from our teens? We're going to find out about that someday. But uh, he is... uh, uh, quite uh, quite learned, and you can find him on the web, parentingwithdrparr.com, and we welcome Dr. Parnell Donahue. Doc, it's great to have you on with us. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, and uh, what caught my attention on you, doctor, was one of your articles, a blog you wrote, called, uh, it was your Parenting Matters blog, called Having Fun With Your Family as a Priority Here in the Dead of Winter, even. Now, you are not, uh, you're not um, alien to the dead of winter, right? That's right. I was born and raised in Minnesota and lived uh, 25 years in Wisconsin, so um, I'm used to winters. Yeah. One of the things in your article that I thought was cool 
And I want to try and do this. I got to find a pond, though, that's well frozen over. You guys used to wait till this thing froze over, and then everybody would come out, all your neighbors, your friends, and you guys would have a cookout. This is so Wisconsin and Minnesota. This is so funny. Have a cookout on the ice and ice skate. Yes, right. <laughs> it was it was it was it was, just, it was a gorgeous little pond, and uh, they everybody had the most fun of their whole winter uh-huh. because they, they came out and those who didn't skate just watched because it was fun to watch the kids skating around and some yeah. of the older people were well. Well, equipped to skate well. I mean, they were good athletes, and they did a great job. But the big thing is we had uh, sometimes as many as six or eight uh, grills, and we cooked hamburgers and served um, apple juice. Ah, I I love that. It's such a a Midwestern dead-of-winter sounding story. But were you a doctor by that time, or was this when you were a kid? Oh, oh no, I was uh, was. A physician for many years by then uh, okay. our kids uh method the last one we had our kids were all in college and they came home that weekend and it had been warmed a few days before that with oh the pond's gonna melt all right of course, it didn't but it was great fun and some of our friends i think i told you this uh, in my blog we had some friends from uh, the philippines yes and they came out there and they were just just amazed that they could have so much fun in the winter because they had never seen winter except for <laughs> one or two times. That's the good time but, right there. But it's good that you were already a doctor because if someone broke through the ice, you're right there to help them. You <laughs> we, know. Did have, we did have a kid one year, uh, not with our party, but just during the evening, came out with our, his friends, our sons, and he skated and fell down and, and broke his clavicle, but that's the only injury we ever had. Uh, yeah. I should mention, by the way, you and your wife, Mary, have raised four guys, four kids, uh, boys and girls, or you... our three oldest are boys, and our daughter is uh, the fourth one. But all of your children have PhDs, and two of them are doctors uh, at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. That's correct. Our oldest son is the uh, head of uh, pediatric eye surgery at Vanderbilt. What is second... Thanksgiving like at your house? Do you guys just talk about carving the turkey and doing surgery and stuff? <laughs> what, no, what is that no, like? We actually. We, um, many years ago, uh, when they were all first married, we had, you know, we had 10 babies and uh, grandkids in, in uh, I mean, 14 in 10 years. So it got to the point where all we could talk about was diapers and kids <laughs> crying. So we started uh, what we call the, uh, the family symposium. And each person of the, of the four kids and their spouses had to present a paper. And each year we'd have a topic that we would discuss it. We had some really interesting discussions after dinner. It was was really fun. I love it. This is a this is something PhDs do. But I mean, everybody could do this. I mean, if you did oh, you yes. can write writing, and yeah. that's another topic we should get into sometime. The benefits of handwriting, uh, as opposed to just sitting on a screen all the time. Speaking of which, doctor. Uh, I just said witch doctor. Uh, I'd like to get into this thing no about having, in that. No, no, no. I want to get into this whole thing, though, of having fun in the winter because it, it is important. We tend to just sort of hunker down. Those people who are listening who live in the in the colder climates, uh, it's easy to just sit and watch a football game. The kids go off with their phone or with their tablet or whatever they've got. We have forgotten how to be an indoor family, and even an outdoor family when the when the temperatures get too cold, haven't we? Oh, unfortunately we have, and 
it's just appalling because it's such a good time to spend with your kids, have fun. Because most of the time, I had a boy once tell me that uh, dads are all crabby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because all they do is sit around and, and read the paper and watch TV. And uh, it was pretty, pretty uh, eye-opening. <sighs> so what is it? Um, that we should be looking at? I mean, have we forgotten how to go sled riding? Have we forgotten how to go? I'm not a downhill skier. My wife is. I'll break a leg, I guarantee you. But cross-country skiing, building a snowman, have we forgotten how to do that? Make snow angels, all that kind of snow farts, have snowball fights. Those those are all good things. Of course, nowadays you couldn't have a snowball fight. You have to call it a snowball you, yeah you can't yeah oh yeah no you can't fight no oh no oh. <laughs> well that's something though our culture has tended to uh poo poo the idea of uh well let's get into manliness you know we used to play yeah, war when i was a kid we had rules yeah. you know if you point your finger and you go bang bang okay then you shot me now i have to count to 60 seconds before i can get back up and join the fight again that's not even allowed anymore is it or you can't even fake a gun in school. You get thrown to the principal's office or expelled. We, we used to have stone fights. Uh, we, when we lived in the country and we had gravel driveways and gravel roads. And we would go over to our neighbors and they would close their gate to the driveway. And my brother and I would be on the outside and him and his brother would be on the side. We'd have stones come up off the gravel, little half inch <laughs> on inch stones. And you'd fire them at each other. <laughs> okay. It was a, it was terrible, but it was fun. We enjoyed it. Nobody got hurt. Uh, I don't know if we should do our sister. Okay. Throwing rocks at each other. Hang on. We're going to take a break right now. This is a good break uh, spot, I think. But we're going to come back with more with Dr. Parnell Donahue. We're talking about fun outside in the winter and even inside in the winter. Things to do as a dad with your family. Eating together, making food together, playing games together. I don't know about throwing rocks at each other, but we, we all, we'll do all of this. Uh, we'll clarify. Uh, but first, we're going to take a break and uh, have this little message from our fine sponsor over to BeRescued.com. More of the Radio Dad podcast up next. Stick around. Yeah, the weather has been crazy all over the country, hasn't it? How are your lips? A little dry, a little chapped, a little cracked? That gives me a chance to tell you about our friends over to BeRescued.com. The Be Rescued Bee Propolis Lip Balm. All natural and gluten-free. You just take a little bit of the Bee Rescued Lip Balm on your finger, rub that on your lips, and notice your smile. Your lips are automatically going to be happy. Check it out. Try it for yourself. BeRescued.com. Your lips will thank you. Back with the second half of the uh, Radio Dad podcast. I'm Mike Austin. And visit us at RadioDad.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Anchor, on uh, Spotify. I think we're on Spreaker. I got to uh, I, I get the list. But uh, tell your friends and uh, find us on Facebook as well. And share the Radio Dad podcast. Good information here. Okay, now back with our, our guest today, Dr. Parnell uh, Donahue. Um, we're talking about things to do with the kids, and as a dad, leading the way it, during winter, things to do. Don't don't just don't poo poo the cold. Get out there and enjoy uh, yourself. And if you have to distance from people, fine. Well, do it outside. Plenty of room for you. But when we left off, we were talking with Doc 
about throwing rocks at each other. He was you and your he and his siblings used to throw little pebbles at each other and have stone wars. I could uh, now see as a dad. I I'm would not probably, recommending that, by the way. <laughs> right. I was gonna say I would probably go, boys, don't throw rocks at each other. Here's here's you know throw something else, <laughs> some water balloons or something like that. Yeah. But you know you and even if you get a scar, okay. Uh, you've got some battle wounds that you get to compare each other in older age, right? Here's that yep, scar you gave me. Oh, I love it. Yep. We're talking with Dr. Parnell Donahue, and uh, his blog is called Parenting Matters, by the way. And I love delving into fatherhood. So dads, you tend to um, focus on dad's role in this game-playing stuff. Why is that? Well, dads are meant to be leaders. Are called to be, and our family needs a leader, mm-hmm. and the leader should be a man because that's man's job in the world. And um, of course, they can share that sometimes with the wife, the mother. Mm-hmm. They will work together as a team, but you know somebody has to be in charge. And in the end, it should be the father. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's just the way men and women are built. It's our nature, I guess you would call it. Yes, yes. And and, and we often say it this way. A dad, and, and you know, it doesn't, here we go with this politically correctness, but that has really stifled our society. We are so walking on eggs these days. Um, but a dad is meant to be the head of the family. Mother is the heart of the family. Yep, yep. yep. So That's exactly right. Do we ever, hear, because... Um, uh, I'll put it this way sometimes, playing games, whether outside or inside, dead of winter or not, throwing rocks at each other, by the way. I just, They're not rocks, stones. Oh, stones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rocks tend to be bigger. Okay, little yeah. pebbles, little pebbles. Okay, yeah. but still, okay, but you never really, we as guys, dads, we never really lose that element of fun and boyhood, do we? Well, you shouldn't. Sometimes we do, but you shouldn't because kids need to know that they can be adults or they can be kids and they're interchangeable. Even the inner, your inner kids, we talk, used to talk about that, you know, your inner self. And we need to, to emphasize that when we're playing with our kids that we can have fun too. We're not just old stick in the muds. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Dr. Parnell Donahue. Um, and so let's talk about in, indoor games, because once that door shuts and the heat is on and we're comfy and cozy, Dad goes into... By the way, that's another... I, I'm just going to... I'm a little... I jump around sometimes, Doc. I hope you follow me, but this that's just right. popped into my head. This whole idea of Dad having a man cave just rubs me the wrong way. And here's my reasoning why. Yes, I believe a dad should have an office, a private space, but what, what used to be called dad's den or the study filled with books on the shelf and a desk, writing implements, things like that, books of information, has given way to beer signs, a big screen TV, and a fridge with beer in it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't have a man cave. I, I had a, in, a work room where I would do some woodworking and stuff and the kids would Help me with that. We made a lot of things and had a lot of fun in that workroom, but it was a workroom, and uh, they, we enjoyed it. I didn't have any beer there. I didn't have a refrigerator. I didn't have a TV set down there, and 
but it was very enjoyable for the kids to come down and, and we'd make something. So yeah. we, uh, we built a train set for the whole basement, went all the way around the basement and the kids helped one of the, one of the little boys was, I think six when we started that he did all the wiring and the electrical wiring and he was good at it. He still is. He put some under counter lights in my house just about, uh, two months ago. This, at six, you had him wiring up the railroad, though, huh? Yep, yep. That's great. We underestimate <laughs> our... Now, see, that's the other thing. We underestimate the idea that uh, a young boy, we just say, well, boys will be boys, and we make them into these dumb goofs in society when, in fact, they're able to do things at age six. They could wire something up if we just teach them and tell them they're smart enough to do it. Uh, I was reading, I always go back to this, Thomas Edison managed a telegraph office when he was 15, you know. Uh, We're talking with Dr. Uh, Parnell Donahue on dadliness, on uh, activity, and, and, you know, this idea of play, um, it really, I guess dads really are suited for doing as opposed to sitting. We get back to the man cave thing here. Um, you have a work room, work as play. Is that totally a dadly thing? Women could get into that, can't they? Oh, of course they can. I mean, uh, but they they play a little different than, than men do. Mm-hmm. They they enjoy uh, knitting and, and crocheting and embroidering, all those kind of things, which they have fun doing. But kids, boys especially, they go nuts if they have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> to sit down, but if you're up there and you're sawing and you're wiring and you're doing things like that and you get a faster result too whereas women are more patient than that those is, is that it is that a, why is that that's what i'm wondering is a, is a, we're wired differently i understand that but it, yeah what is that in a woman I, I guess maybe they are just a little more patient are they or no oh i think they are but uh don't push them <laughs> no, no. Oh, no 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 all right I love it. Uh, so playing indoors, what do you suggest then besides just t- looking at a screen, whether it's a big screen or on a phone? Well, I would, ex- first of all, I would think you should have, every family has to have at least one night a week where they turn off the phones, turn off the televisions, turn off all the screens, and they maybe, you know, we used to uh, play checkers with my dad and my uncle, my brother and I, uh, when we were, our uncle lived with us. And when after dinner we'd go and play checkers, and we had a lot of fun. And then they taught us how to play poker, and we played poker, and that was a lot of fun. And I think card games, some of the way, are just lost in space. Oh, yeah. No one does them anymore. Yeah. Uh, Old Maid is a nice game for little kids, and a phenomenal game for really preschoolers is uh, the memory game. Do you remember memory game? The memory game. Is Where it like have... telephone or something? No, no. It's you have this cards where they're all um and there are two pictures of the same thing and two cards like there'll be a horse mm-hmm. and then you to, uh, turn all the cards over so you can't see them and then you have to pick up everybody gets a chance to pick up two cards and which you, oh. you pick up a car this one's a horse or this is a dog so then you next time somebody turns up a horse 
he then go pick up that horse, and he if he takes two of the same, he gets keep those and gets another turn. We've done and, that, yes. Sure, it's a great game. It's a great. I used to play it at the office with the kids who came to see me. It was so fun. <laughs> oh, isn't that so? And of, and of course, that's a that's a thing that'll develop those. Uh, what do you call it in the brain? The connections, the stuff. The connections. <laughs> oh well, there you go. And I could so be a could, doctor. You can call synapses well, but I like connections just more syllables. Yeah, that is wonderful. Dr. Parnell Donahue, uh, expert in childhood, uh, uh, I guess, rearing. He's a pediatrician. Uh, are you retired, doctor? I am. Yeah. Except for my writing. Yeah, right, yeah. And he is an author, obviously, his his books. I want to get into this, Messengers, Messengers in Denim, the amazing things parents can learn from teens. We forget that. Yeah. Um, Give me a little tease. We'll do this on another show sometime, but I want to have you back quite often here on Radio Dad. But what is it we can learn from teens? Oh, a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. I was telling you about this kid that said that all dads are crabby. <laughs> he says, except when they're eating. So I said, we have great conversations while we're eating. We have the TV is always off, and we have just great times. I just, I think you should have dinner every night oh. with your dad. That's a that we wow. lost that. That's a great lesson. Yeah, he said that. This kid said, he said that. that. Oh, the kid said that. Because I was one of the questions I was asked to kids was how often do you have a family meal, all the family together? And they, he said, every night. That's really. That's and then he went on to tell me this story about Hawaii, and and uh, and he said you should have dinner every night with your dad. Because yeah. he's not crabby then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's putting it simply, but quite frankly, I mean, you yeah. you turn the phone off, you turn the TV off, and I've said it here before. A, a few years ago, we made the decision as a family, but obviously, I mean, we, my wife and I, made the collective mm-hmm. decision. But the mm-hmm. kids agreed. We got rid of our TV completely. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. There's no Netflix. There's no Hulu. There's no network. There's no cable. We have high-speed cable for the Internet, and that's it for business. Um, You would be surprised, Mom and Dad. Dad, you take the lead on this. You would be surprised at how quickly your kids, first, if you don't do it early in their life, they're going to complain, yes. But then you'd be surprised how quickly they get focused. Yep, yep. And, you know, I've had many... Mothers ask me, how do you get your kids to talk to you? And I said, I'm going to tell you something. You tell me how you get your kids to shut up from talking to you. <laughs> and I'll tell you how to get them to talk. And the way you get it to talk is you listen to them when they talk. But you can't listen to them and watch TV or read the paper or watch a ball game or whatever else. You have to put your attention to those kids. And they'll just talk your head off. I'm sure you've noticed that without Without oh. that TV blaring in there. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing. You said the key word there, listen. We've sort uh-huh. of, as dads and, and even moms, we've forgotten how to listen, haven't we? That's correct. Yeah. We're too busy. Yeah. Uh, doctor, this is amazing stuff. I love your information. You can find Dr. Parnell Donahue on the web, several different places, but I love parentingwithdrparr.com. That's his uh, his blog, his articles. You'll find them there and links to uh, Dr. Parr on the web. We're going to have you back on quite often, I think, if you're scheduled. Well, you're retired, so your schedule will allow it. Sure, won't it? Huh? 
Are you kidding? You should see my office. <laughs> <laughs> I should talk. Hey, uh, tell your uh, tell your PhDs there, your doctors, as your kids, tell them they should come on with us. Um, you know, I've had so many requests for that, and um, maybe someday we'll bring all four of them together. I think that would be awesome. You guys, as a as a family, talk about how to do it because we've forgotten how to be. A family. We're gonna we're gonna cut touch base uh, on so many different things. I want to talk about sports medicine someday with you too here soon. Sure. Uh, sure. This is a very good thing. Head injuries, a big deal, and all of that it's coming up around Super Bowl and and, and stuff. Uh, Doctor Parnell Donahue, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, and we will along the line here. And uh, thanks thanks so much for being on Radio Dad. You're very welcome. And that'll put a big cork in a bottle of another Radio Dad podcast. I'm Mike Austin. Again, tell your friends. Find us on the web at radiodad.com. You can find the podcast there as well and on a number of different platforms. If you have an idea for a guest or a subject, topic, matter, let me know. You can contact me through the website as well, radiodad.com. Our thanks to berescued.com, our fine sponsors. And we'll see you next time here on the Radio Dad podcast with Mike Austin. Mike Austin.